We are the Evening Explorationists. Please, allow me to show you something. Welcome to an episode where two average and definitely unqualified college students analyze and reflect on lessons in literature and relate them to past, present, and future experiences. Check out our website in the description to find out more about your Evening Explorationists. Hey, it's Nate. And hey, it's Cody. And welcome back to another uh, Evening Explorationist podcast. Uh, today we're going to do another unscripted episode. And uh, Cody, do you want to kick it off? I feel like sometimes in life it's it's very hard to talk about like the, the positive things. It's hard to think about the good things in your life. And it seems that like it's not socially acceptable to be happy in a sense, take like a, uh, like a positive person walking around campus, walking around, um, you know, the town with a smile on their face, happy and constantly just looking, looking happy. And I think oftentimes we see that and we're like, well, like, why are they so happy? Like what's going on in their lives? I, it, it, it's, it's almost negative, um, responses from us as people looking outwards but whenever it comes to like negative thoughts and negative feelings it's so much easier to talk about maybe not for everyone um but for me i feel like uh talking about and thinking about and growing from those negative experiences uh in my life it it just feels easier to to talk about and i don't know why i don't know why what are your what are your thoughts on that are you talking about um, like self-deprecation jokes at all, or is it more like you know it's out of the ordinary to smile out through the day? Yeah, yeah. Like it, it almost seems that like people's I don't want to say problems, but things that people have gone through, the negative experiences often outweigh their positive mindset. Walking around campus, I personally don't see many faces. Um, I see a lot of earphones in, I see a lot of heads down, and yeah, frankly, I don't see any smiles. The only smiles I see are, are when people are with other people, you know, when they're talking and having conversation. And I think what you're saying is you see someone walking around campus with a big smile on their face, but I'm going to keep it honest. I, I don't I don't vividly remember a, an experience where I saw that, you know, and, and that's kind of shocking to me. I don't know about you, but seeing that in general, but... Am I going the right way with this? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, no, seriously. And, <laughs> and actually you bring up an even deeper point than what I was thinking where it, like you talked about, um, people smiling and having conversations with other people. It, it makes me question, is that like a mask for things going on in their life that they're not happy about? And whenever they're with people, they're happy and they need like, you know, human connection to, be able to feel that like sort of uh, dopamine rush, if you will. Um, but why, like if I'm, if I'm in a good headspace and I'm happy, like why can't I walk around with a smile on my face? Why can't the next person walk around with a smile on their face? They just got a good grade on their test. They should be happy about it, but they still, they still don't look happy. It, like why, why does that negative have to always outweigh that, outweigh the positive it seems? And the things that we talk about with, with, you know, the people that we've had on this podcast and, um, the ideas that we, we talk about, they, they don't often originate from happy and positive experiences. Right. 
we, I mean, look at what, um, like Ian had said on his podcast where it was, you know, manual labor, wheeling the wheelbarrow up and down the driveway, carrying wood. We have Darian, um, with the car accident. We have, um, these other experiences that I've been a part of and listened to and heard these stories and the, the learning has stemmed from negative points in our life. Does, does our life have to be always determined or our growth always have to be determined by those negative thoughts? Why can't we learn from the happy things? Do you know the phrase, like, don't think of the pink balloon, right? And then as soon as you say that, you're like, oh, I, I know the pink, like, I'm picturing the pink balloon, regardless if you say don't, don't right? So the, the brain is uh, historically not great at um, dealing with negativity. And to some degree, I feel like, yes, I mean, your life is a collection of it, your experiences. And you only learn through lessons, right? And where do those lessons come from? Well, I feel like most of those lessons come from the brain, uh, say, avoiding the, the negativity. So, you know, touch a stove and it's hot. And first time you're like, ow, that, that burns. Um, you know, you don't want to touch it again because, you know, you felt that negativity earlier. And that... It's not just physical touch. I feel like that's also emotional. You know, you get into a really complex relationship and boom, you let's say you get cheated on and, um, you know, you might not have the same outlook towards um, trusting in another relationship. So to to kind of come back, is it's like the collection of experiences in your life are going to teach you things and and this whole idea of life is about perspective, right? Everyone has one. Uh, everyone talks about their own perspective, but don't take away the greatness of the good moments, right? And and the greatness of the good moments is what you live for, I think, because the life is going to have down moments. Life's going to have negativity. When you hit those great moments, you know, you might not even realize it, but definitely take advantage of it and use the past experiences that you've had to kind of enjoy those experiences. And, um, you know, I, I want to go back to the relationship thing. I mean, um, you get into a relationship, it doesn't end well, you're gonna have trust issues. But when you find that other person, you know, you're gonna know that it's like a whole other, it's a whole new experience, basically. I, I just think, you know, the brain just can't handle negativity. I mean, have you ever journaled before? Uh, another point that I had to say um, about the the things you brought up about life experiences and things like that, which also goes into your question, um, this <laughs> recently, I know that you and I have been talking about it outside of the podcast um, about music and its influence on uh, life and um, just the messages that are, you know, sung or wrapped in the songs. Um, the one song that's I've been listening to a lot recently is uh, Love Yours by by J. Cole. And he really, he hits the nail on the head with there's no life that's better than yours. And in, um, and to answer your question, yes, I did journal. And where I'm going with this is that I don't think in life, it's okay to recognize the the bad times and the good times and see how your life has brought you to this point. But the moment you become envious of someone else's, you know, good times or uh, not so hard times, if you will, uh, 
that is whenever you become ungrateful and start to lose touch with where you have come from in your life. So yes, I have journaled and I am starting to really recognize the importance of where I've come from, both positive and negative. Those can often be calculated in a way where you have a bad day, your significant other has a bad day and you go home and you argue, I feel like that's like it's bound to happen. However, those positive experiences, it almost seems like sometimes positive experiences are by chance. Where say we, we go and we win a game and you play really well, but then the next game you play really well again but you still lose. I like your your perspective with the music. I think, you know, there's a lot of great artists and a lot of um, great poets that can kind of see perspective through their eyes and kind of relate to that. And I think one big thing in music that I think as a generation, I think we might even need to discuss is that you kind of are as you say you are. Not saying that you can't listen to rap music or listen to gospel music, what, right. like whatever the, the case may be, right. but um, it kind of goes back to our, our way back point. If, you know, take part and listen to um, those negative things, if you will, in moderation, it, it's fine. But in general, if you surround yourself with positive ideas, a positive mindset, um, healthy mind, healthy body type of, uh, you know, thought process, I, I genuinely and uh, generally think that you will be a more positive and happy person. It, that's interesting because I reflect daily on how my day goes and tell you, it goes something like this. Uh, I wake up early, I, I do what I have to do during the day and I'm listening to, you know, kind of just get me through the day music. I guess you could do like... Uh, just some vibes, nothing, nothing too uh, lyrically sound, nothing too, you know, hardcore, like workout music. And then I get home, you know, and I'm talking to people throughout the day. But it it's when I get home, where I'm like, okay, now I want to sit down and listen to these lyrics. Like I want to, I want to take pride in what I listen to. And, and it's in that moment where I start to hear the artist's perspective and I kind of relate it to my life. I feel like towards the end of the day, with a mixture of me not talking to people and me sitting down and listening to my thoughts in relation to this artist's, um, the words, I, I don't know if anybody else experiences, but I, I feel sadder in the nighttime, you know, maybe because I'm not around people to distract me from my thoughts, or, or maybe it is just the music, you know, or I'm tired from the day, but it, it feels like at the end of the day, I am quite frankly more sad at the end of the day, like I was rereading some of my journal entries and I was, I was just saying to myself, like, wow, it, it's <laughs> to, to reevaluate your life after probably 9 PM is actually probably the worst thing you can do. Honestly, if you're trying to stay in that positive mindset, I don't know about you, but after 9 PM, I feel like, you know, I'm listening to music. I feel like music might turn a bit sadder. You know, and I think this is important to talk about, especially as, you know, people are growing up and, and realizing who they are in in the world. It's the, it goes back to what you said the other day about the uh, the 9 p.m. on a Sunday. 9 p.m. Sundays are probably <laughs> the worst time of the week ever. <laughs> the the rainy, cloudy, gross all day 9 p.m. on Sunday. Yeah, that's wild. Yes. But I think you bring up another interesting point, which goes back to what we originally started talking about, where 
Um, you, you know, you get by yourself at the end of the day, you're sitting in your dark, cold room, um, writing out your thoughts and these negative things start to start to flow. You start to reevaluate your entire life of all these negative experiences and things like that. And, um, it's the easier things to write about are those negative thoughts. And you also said once again, that like, whenever you're with people on campus or wherever, and you're talking to them, you're happy, you're, you're generally happy talking with those people. And then you get by yourself and you're not so happy anymore. And it it makes me go back to that original, like open-ended question of why can't we find our like own happiness by ourselves? Because I mean, it, it it's like one time a week, maybe I have on my speaker in my room, I'm playing like some like dance sing along music, but then the rest of the time I'm just like chilling out, vibing, not necessarily sad, but like not, not in my bag either. I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but like I'm mellow. Um, right. Uh, but it, it seems like those positive times are just few and far between sometimes. I don't know if it's the art of distraction. I think it honestly might be distraction. And, and it sounds terrible because when you first think of distraction, you think of, you know, the staples of, say, your parents telling you not to be distracted from homework, like uh, TV, phone, whatever. But honestly, you know, you can't sit in your room all day and think about it. You're not going to get anything done. You're going to feel terrible about yourself. You're not going to see the purpose of life. If you continually, daily contemplate the point of life, you're going to find that there is none. In all honesty, I think that's one something that a point that I mentioned on one of the previous podcasts is, you know, generally looking at the in retrospect of life, there's really no purpose. And if you continually think about that, you know, it, it's it's going to drag you down as a person. So I don't want to say put it out of your minds. And because I do, I, I'm all for for the deeper thinking. But when it comes to, you know, real life, like reality your brain really can't handle that negativity. I think that's really interesting is because, you know, besides events that might have happened, if you're not distracting yourself from those events or the impression they left on you, I feel like you will be weighed down by those. And that can be accompanied by, you know, music. I think talking to people, not even just about the events or your mental health, but just talking to people, like getting your brain out. And when at the end of the day, you know, you're sitting in your room, well, what do you do? (laughs) <laughs> right that's like the next thing is like you're sitting in your room <laughs> what do you do and i've personally vouched for journaling uh allows you to see your um your thoughts on paper um i just say go to bed early <laughs> maybe just you know shut your brain off for the night and just get back up the next day um i don't know do you have any advice for the end of the end of the day i know it's not easy to think about <laughs> <laughs> um Honestly, no, I don't really have that much advice for the end of the day. I, uh, I'm probably the worst at that, you know, having the office on and playing Tetris is probably not the best, uh, nighttime <laughs> it's a distraction, routine, but it's a distraction, um, I'll tell see, you that. And, and that was going to bring up my next point about these distractions. So, you know, um, we have, uh, this idea of like finding what makes you happier. You are the creator of you and, um, finding your why and things like that. But you go and you do those things, right? So for me, that would be like, you know, playing soccer, going to the gym, listening to music, writing, um, doing homework, whatever, whatever that might be. But in the grand scheme of things, those are, those are distractions. It's crazy to think about. Everything you love is a distraction. Right. And that's the thing. But then whenever you get in your, in your thoughts and you're just sitting like in your desk chair, in your room by yourself, 
not doing a thing, what do you think about? The negative thoughts. Right, that's fair. That's, that's an interesting contradiction, you know? That's and, really interesting. And, and so that's, that's where I'm getting at is that like throughout the day, we're going through these experiences that are, that are so positive and like we're happy throughout the day. But as soon as we get by ourselves without people, without distractions, without anything around us, I feel like generally we're not like happy. And I, I don't know why, like, I don't know why that is. Let me take this a step further. What about the whole idea of distractions? Like, are you really distracting yourself from those thoughts or are you just doing life? And at the end of the day, you know, maybe those thoughts are the distraction. You know, what, what, mm. to what end is, are you distracting yourself? Mm. You see what I'm saying? I never, I never really thought about that. I think, I think we're, we're going about life and not, I think those are, I think our thoughts negative thoughts are almost the distraction to seeing how how you know good we've done like you know we we've made it here we're playing college soccer we're doing our thing we're we've grown from you know a traumatic childhood experience or you know old experiences that have torn us down and ripped us apart but we're here and sitting alone and in your in your desk chair like i had just said i I think you're onto something where though those negative thoughts are almost a distraction to the good things that you've done because the negative is all we can think about but then what happens to the positive it gets thrown out the window because the negative is such a distraction that is a crazy thought it is Holy and crap. and here, <laughs> you just blow my mind i'm not gonna lie and and here is what's <laughs> even worse about it you can't avoid it right you, you, you can't avoid negative thoughts they're gonna come and 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 it's it's kind of developing that the the grittiness to not only not necessarily defend yourself but not get worked up or scared of the fact that you're going to have negative thoughts right and, and it's perfectly i guess at this point you could say it's healthy to have negative thoughts yeah right yeah and, and as scary as that sounds you know you, you might have i'm sure many people have a night where they're in their room and they don't know what to think and all they can just imagine is the 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 lows that's all they can see and they can't see out of it i know i've been there i've had anxiety attacks and things like that but it's it's to understand and accept that you know like that stoicism river accept that you are going to have bad thoughts i i'd say you just got to find find something relaxing to to kind of just put your thoughts in perspective and realize that there is an end at this tunnel. And I think personally, I heavily vouch for journaling because you can do it on your own. You write it out as much as you want and it's entirely confidential. Recently, I've been in a really good, good headspace. I think my, the experiences that I've gone through definitely shape me to be the person I am today. But I've gotten to this college age where I finally have time to, you know, think back about these, you know, negative experiences, but I've turned the, these thoughts about negative experiences into something positive of how can I grow from them instead of letting them deteriorate me and tear me down and make me this, you know, sad and lonely person. I've taken these experiences and turned them on their head and, taking the negative and truly growing from them and like I said like right now I've I've been doing that for you know a couple months now and I've just I just feel really 
at peace. Mm -hmm. Like I, I come home and yeah, there's negative thoughts like, oh, maybe I could have done this better today, but it's nothing out of this world, out of the ordinary negative thoughts. Um, and it, it kind of encompasses our whole idea of the, of like our podcast of, you know, just having, taking these negative things, turning them positive, having your own uh, perspective, going with the flow, living life, being happy, um, and finding that why creating you, um, doing all these, I doing all these things. It's, it's, <laughs> this has been an out of this world experience, to be honest with you. It has. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of your evening explorationist and we'll talk to you next time.